T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Breaking news on 610 Sports Radio is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Find out how far an extra mile really goes. The AFC champions play here. The official broadcast partner, the Chiefs. 610 Sports Radio. KCSB Kansas City. WDAFHD2 Kansas City. Awaken.com Sports Station. Central Standard Time just came across a tweet well, a little while ago, maybe an hour, 45 minutes ago, uh, that said the Bills made it safely home and they were greeted by a large, large amount of Bills Mafia out in the cold waiting for their team. I hate Bills Mafia. I like that move, though. I think that's good. I think that shows a lot of uh, loyalty, a lot of support. You know what's sad for them? They I gotta, know my butt would not be lost. there, though. You know what? Besides the losing <laughs> part, here's what makes it worse. They got to go in quarantine now for a couple weeks because New York has a, I think they have rules where if you come from certain states, you got to go in quarantine. When you come back to those states, Missouri, one of those states. You know that they're all. So jumping. they're going to be in quarantine for two weeks. Hella sad that they lost. Big sad. I bet you they're all going away to quarantine, though. Like, I'm going to try to hit a beach if I have no, to quarantine. No, no, because you got to come back and go back into quarantine anyways. No, these, I'm gonna guys, do that first then. these guys are sitting in quarantine for the next two weeks, and then they're going to be hella sad. That's miserable. Yeah, like yeah. you're two weeks. That means that after Super Bowl Sunday, after the Chiefs win their second straight Super Bowl, that's when you're going to be able to go out, go out and do the thing, go out and, and actually do things again that's so, tough. It's a pretty sad it's a pretty sad situation for the bill i was at a uh, barbecue restaurant a very notable one in kansas city on friday <laughs> night and you can imagine there were a good amount of uh, bill's mafia there i saw at least three people that had the bill's logo shaved into their heads and that's that right there that's a two-week quarantine now too because you got to shave your damn head <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That, that, Don't let it grow out. Shave it all oh, off. And, Just you look, it out. and you look real sad when you cut your hair like that and then your team loses. I hope you didn't put it on Snapchat. That's almost, it's not quite as bad but because it, it's temporary, but it's almost as bad as oh when Jason Terry got the, uh, got the, um, tattoo? Larry, o, the, the O'Brien trophy <laughs> tattooed on his arm. Luckily the, the Mavs won that year, but if they didn't, oh man. Oh, it would it would look really bad if they didn't win the title that year. But tattoo artists are so talented now; they'll cover them up or they'll like change them. Yeah, you know? but, I mean the the embarrassment of getting it and not having won the championship yet, and then you lose. That's yeah, bad. so it 
for those who cut their hair with the with that terrible Bills logo, terrible. Like, it did not even look good. You just knew what it was. But if it wasn't AFC Championship Week, exactly. you honestly like, think the that the barber just had like a little uh, little slip up. Uh, did you piss the through? barber off? Did you sneeze while he was cutting your hair? Oh, God. See, that was rough. That was a rough one. That's no good. I remember the Mets fan got a tattoo of the World Series trophy back in 2006 oh, yeah. and 15. I mean, 15, yeah. yeah, and uh, that didn't work. That was sad. <laughs> that didn't work out. That was sad. Don't, Better than haircut or worse than haircut. Don't do haircut, that. Don't do worse that. than haircut. Worse than haircut, for sure. Oh, yeah, because but I, I will say this. If you're a Chiefs fan, you should probably feel safe getting that getting that Chiefs Super Bowl tattoo. Feel a little safe. <sighs> Big one, five in the back of the head. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but- get that, get that, get that, uh, get that third Get that third Lombardi. If you're getting, if you're getting Ooh, you collecting bad. the Lombardi trophies on tattoos, get that third one. Go oh. off. Feel pretty safe about that. Before they do that, they're going to have to face NFC champions. Let's go kind of rewind and talk through that matchup. Not going to lie. I really wanted to recreate Super Bowl one, and I was very much looking forward to Packers Chiefs. Uh, however, it didn't turn out that way. So Brady Rogers, big matchup. I think that's a huge storyline. Uh, wasn't over, I just, you know, I just, we talked about it briefly earlier, but the Packers just weren't aggressive. They didn't go after it. They didn't, there were a couple times where they didn't, Rodgers didn't run it and then they didn't go for it. What were they? Fourth and. Fourth and goal. Fourth and goal. And I think they, five, I think. And four they or did five. not go. I mean, this is the game that you got to go. It's either you win or you go home. Why aren't you going there? So, you know, the game, overall thoughts on the, on the game. What'd you think? I thought that, I thought that the Bucks did not look scary at all. Like they looked like they were very beatable. They just played a team in the in the Packers. Man, the Packers don't show up for they championship games. They, they just don't. They don't show up. They they get to the championship game and then they just get pummeled by a team that's just better than they are. And I, I thought the Bucs were gonna win this game. I mean, I, I thought the Bucs were gonna go to the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. Um, and I predicted them to, to do it as a wild card team just because I thought the Saints were gonna be more consistent. I thought the Bucks would take some time to get their chemistry together on the offensive end, and, and they did, and then they they fixed it and they kind of went on a downturn again and they they got it right. But I looked at this at this team as one that was gonna get hot at the right time. You got the right quarterback, you got the right amount of talent around him, and you got the right coach, you're gonna be able to fix whatever problems you got, and you're gonna be able to get yourself to the Super Bowl. And we know about the Packers. Packers, really good regular season team generally, can get their, get their team far in the playoffs. But when they face a team that's more complete, they lose those games. And they lose them pretty convincingly. We obviously saw that uh, last year when they, they played the 49ers. And the 49ers owned them both times they played them. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me, and you, you brought this up, Jillian, they did not, like Matt LaFleur doesn't want to take the risk that you need to be able to win it all. And, and, and we saw that with McDermott tonight as well. And that's the reason why, one of the reasons why the, the bills will be watching the Super Bowl in quarantine for the <laughs> in a couple weeks from now, because of the fact that he didn't take those risks. Well, the floor didn't either. You, you brought this up, you know, towards the end of the game, just over two minutes left, you got it. You got, it, I think at the four or five yard line mm-hmm. and you have an opportunity. You're down eight. To get a touchdown, go for two, you tie the game. Instead, instead, you are going out and you're you're getting third down, Aaron Rodgers in the pocket. He can scramble and, and, and run for a touchdown. No one's there on the right side. He can scramble for a touchdown. Yeah. Instead, what happens is he throws a bad ball that almost gets picked off, and then you go 
and, and take a field goal on fourth down that you hope your defense can get a stop so you can win, even though you've had no evidence that your defense can get the stop that you need to win. It's like, why don't you go for it there? That's a time where you got to be brave. You got to be strong and you got to go for it. And they didn't do it. We saw we, this is the, this is the reason why people were so amazed last week when Andy Reid did it with with um, with Chad Henney, because he knows how the math works. He's got plays that you can get that short yardage on, and it's just amazing to me that someone like the floor, that someone like McDermott, cannot have plays that they know they can get first downs on or touchdowns on when they need them. It's just amazing to me how you haven't built that, but someone like Andy Reid can put together situations where he knows I'm going to score a touchdown on this play. I'm going to do a shovel pass. Everyone should know that the Chiefs have a shovel pass <laughs> ready to go in inside the five for a touchdown, and somehow it always works. It worked again today against the Bills. What plays do these other teams have that they know they can get a touchdown off of? Who are these teams' offensive coordinators and play designers? Who are these guys where they're not – coming up with situations where they're coming, not coming up with plays where they know they can get points when they, when they absolutely need them. It's just crazy to me how these other coaches don't have that figured out when Andy Reid does. I mean, big red is big red, man. We were talking about it earlier. He's, he's approaching a league of his own. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I just thought the game was not going to sway the way it did. And if I, again, if I was, uh, if I had control, I would have had, uh, Rogers come out uh, victorious, but Tom Brady is Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't know many people who would bet against him. Um, I have to, I just came across a tweet that I, by the way, I am happy for Bruce Arians. I believe that this is a, um, he's had a tough go at it specifically the last, I would say what five to, to seven years battling different cancers yeah. and taking time away to make sure his health is, you know, priority there I'm happy for him I feel like he's a he's a player's coach and happy that he's going to be at Super Bowl um this next Super Bowl but you did you I'm looking at the picture right now so I'm laughing I'm sorry but he delivered a very nice speech as apparently I didn't hear the speech but his mask was upside down the whole time <laughs> <laughs> nobody could tell him nobody could be like coach, hey, hey, coach before you go up there let me just down, help cause... you quick it's upside down because I mean, it's clearly upside down. It's bad. So the flag is upside down and the Super Bowl emblem is upside down. <laughs> but I'm sure what he had to say was much more meaningful than the laugh that I'm getting. So I should stop. But, as long as he's not doing any broadcasts on TV, because he was remember he was doing yeah, those, he was, yeah. he was broadcasting with Trent Green and Greg Gumbel. He was so bad. I didn't love that. I didn't love it either. Yeah. But as, as a coach, you know, I, there were some questions early on in the season with how he was talking about Brady. But uh, that's all gone away now. Yeah, speaking, he's, okay. he's, he's made a name for himself now. Yeah. Did you see Brady and Gronk recreate their little video? Yeah. Come yeah. on. That just like, oh, it's like salt and open wound. I just, I don't know. I didn't like it. But they were. I mean, you know, they can, they can be that way right now. I mean, we, we got ourselves the team that we need to be able to win a championship now. So I'm not, I'm not too, they can, they can do whatever they want. They can celebrate however they want. I guarantee you they're not going to try to go out there and give a bunch of bull, bulletin board material to the Chiefs. No. You know, you know they go, like, media day next week. They're going to be buttoned up. Super humble, super professional, super. Slightly, slightly condescending. No, nah, they'll, they'll try to keep it. They'll, as, like the as they'll, they'll try to keep oh, yeah. that condescension as low as possible because you don't don't want to give Mahomes a damn thing. Everything has an underlying condescending tone with him. 
I mean, maybe, that's a big statement. Not gonna everything. Be, be, he's going to be super congratulatory to Patrick Mahomes and his career. He's going to be because, you know, they're going to play it up. Oh, man, this is your first time playing Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs since you beat him at Arrowhead when you were at the Patriots. And he is going to be super he's congratulatory. Come back with, yeah, he hasn't been to the big game yet with me. No, but. he's going to be like he's the greatest <laughs> quarterback in the league right now. I got to measure up to him. He's going to he's going to he's going to give so much because he doesn't want to give Mahomes anything. Right. You know, that's, Tom Brady's going to try to do that. But. We already know how Mahomes is. Mahomes gonna find any slight. He's like I said, he got, he got that Jordan gene in him. He's gonna mm-hmm. find any slight possible. Anybody that's gonna pick the Patriots, and he's gonna write it down like that meme with Ryan from the office, and he's gonna turn that into motivation for uh, two weeks from today. I guarantee you, he's he's gonna be all over it because that's just how Mahomes is. And we were speaking earlier, he might get that from his mother, possibly, because Mama, an hour ago, tweeted a picture of the draft card (laughs) with a sweet note that just said, can I just say thank you to the Kansas City Chiefs for the trade up? Chiefs number 15, blessed Super Bowl. And thanks to the teams who passed up. So maybe it's just one of those. Mom's proud, and mom should be proud. Yeah, she should be 100% proud. And, be and proud. now we know where Mahomes gets the petty from. Because well. we, I'll tell you this, Mahomes is petty as hell. He is. Did you see tonight, uh, I forget who it was, but pregame, posted a photo, and the Bills were on the left, Chiefs were on the right, four categories, and they gave two categories to the Bills, and it was yes. wide, oh, rec- yeah. wide receiver and quarterback. Oh, my God. And, I just and then to Chiefs, they gave them tight end, too. Chiefs, they gave us who? Coach and... Coach and... Um, can't forget the fourth. I can't remember. Home field advantage. Probably. Right? Probably. The color red. Probably. No. So, yeah, who, who has the most red in their uniform? But, uh, obviously, it was a... I mean, it was a diss to Mahomes. Yes. because uh, And so Mahomes retweeted it with just the face, like, rolling eye face. <laughs> I, I saw that. I like when he does stuff like I that because I, he's you. so PC every other time. Like I liked when he hopped up on stage at the Super Bowl parade and showed like a little bit of hood, like a little bit of like swag. Like I liked that. Pulling back a little bit too. They oh, did. Yeah. They, yeah. Did. Yeah, they had to. And I like that though because he was, he otherwise he was pretty slosh too. He was pretty slosh. <laughs> and he knew it. That's why he was like, "I'm gonna yeah. hand it over to my boy Kelsey." He was like, "Kelsey's gonna be better at this. I'm too drunk." I like to see that, though, because it's like the, you know, he is so PC and he has to be. He's the quarterback and he is the face of this league. I, we all get it. I like to see that real, like, raw. We see out. the petty slip through the cracks sometimes. <laughs> like, we saw it when he did. He, did, he started doing the countdown yep. stuff. And it's just like you can see it. You can see the petty there a little bit. I mean, he's a competitive guy. And I, mean, and I love it. I, I, like I, I said, I, I like it. a little petty in my top stars <laughs> because, again, if you look at Kobe, if you look at LeBron, LeBron not quite as much, but he's he's low key with he's, it. He's still low key petty, and then obviously Michael Jordan. Like you gotta have that in you if you want to be great. Tom Brady's like that. Tom Brady got a little petty in him. You gotta he have got like that. the pretty boy petty. Yeah, he though. got the pretty like boy petty, but he's still he's still petty. <laughs> you know he write down he write down names and he write oh, down yeah. he he memorizes faces. Yeah. you know he's like that. You gotta have some of that in you if you want to be great at this. Because there's so much, there's so many other guys that are going to work to surpass you if you just stay stagnant. Mm-hmm. Mahomes is always looking for another level, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things I appreciate about him. He doesn't forget. He doesn't forget. He always 
uses something as uh, some sort of motivation. Little motivator, yeah. And I love that. There's a little bit of edge. I love that. There's always a little bit of something he's after trying to prove something. I love that. Another guy who we love to love, everybody loves to see it. He had a great game on the field. It's Kelsey. When we come back, we're talking about TK. Are back just a little little lunge exercise little squats here waking, y'all looking real weird waking up over here it is 3 20 in the morning we are on 6 10 broadcast partner of the chiefs and we are talking the championship rewind we want to know how you're celebrating how did you watch the game how you're feeling about this um pretty incredible year hopefully going back to back well we're going back to back appearances at the super bowl we want to know what you guys are thinking about it. And we are turning the tables to a one Travis Kelsey, recently named Walter Payton Man of the Year Social Challenge winner. Uh, you know, you could say that's the people's vote, if you will. However, this guy is so easy to love, right? He's just got the big personality. He's just a big goof. And as much as he is gregarious and uh, playful and fun, whatever you want to call it. Great personality. He gives back so much. He truly does. Yeah, and he's become a big mainstay in the community. You talk about someone investing in the community. Obviously, when you are uh, nominated for Walter Payton Man of the Year, uh, you are someone that has invested in your local community. And, and you know, his work with Operation Breakthrough has really done a, a lot of good here in Kansas City. And I really appreciate the the kind of work that a lot of these athletes do. I mean, mm-hmm. Think about it. These guys get they, they get a lot of time off and they can just kind of go out and have fun and mm-hmm. and enjoy themselves. But you see guys like him, guys like Mahomes and guys like, you know, there's a lot of guys here in Kansas City who invest their time in trying to help the community. Um, mm-hmm. I know that was something that Frank Clark talked about when he when he uh, first got traded to the team, wanting to help out with uh, the homeless community here because yeah. he did that when he was in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So. I, like I always appreciate that kind of attitude of wanting to go out and help the community that you're in and investing in the community. We mm-hmm. talked about this off the air a lot in regards to Mahomes right. and, and Brittany Matthews, you know, trying to invest in that in a, in a way with sports. But it's also really cool to seeing them do it outside of sports, right. you know, investing in the community and other aspects. Right. So uh, Travis Kelsey, he, he's definitely a real one because he's someone that is buying into the community right. and trying to help this place out. I think he does way more than um, is exposed and is, and gets credit for, if you will. First uh, memory I have when I was digital host and reporter for the Chiefs uh, was the year that Eric Berry came out and said that he would be sitting out of the season uh, with cancer, right? With yeah. um, the, the battle that he had. And immediately the first guy up taking over all his community appearances, all his community, everything was Travis Kelsey. And I think that that's just a tiny action that speaks volumes. Um, you know, he does so many fun things. You talk about Operation Breakthrough. He's heavily invested there. But his own foundation as well, 87 and Running, um, had the chance to host his fashion show, which I had a blast doing that. Obviously, didn't That was have- the one where you wore that disco ball jacket? No, that was the Chiefs one. Oh, that was the Chiefs this was one? The, this is Travis Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, she's got this pink disco ball jacket. It, he it's loves horrendous. It. It's horrendous. My mom bought this because after she wore it when we so did a show. It's terrible. And I, I make fun of my mom for wearing it. Girls, so. hit me up. I'll tell you where to get the Don't goods. Don't do it. Don't yep, do, do it. But no, this was his own foundation's uh, 
fashion show. And what I love about him is that he pulls in his partners, right? So he pulled in all his guys. All his boys were there. His teammates were there. Um, and it was all about the kids. The kids were walking down the runway. And, you know, Mitch Holtis is there. It was just a big event. And it's just he doesn't do it to say he did it. He truly does it to make a difference. And he's incredible. And talking about making a difference, he has been a difference maker this season. And I'm happy for him because he had some – I don't know if it was just like mental struggles. It was just he wasn't really laser focused, dialed in. He was dropping balls right and left. And um, that didn't, that's, he seemed to have rid himself of that little sloppiness there. So, heck of a year, breaking records. And he's got some good things to say. I, 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 I will say this he does sometimes get the yips when in those big games. Yeah. Well, least, today, even he had one drop. Yeah, he had I was just drop. happy was, it happened was, early and got out the way. I was like, I was like, there's that, there's that Travis Kelsey big game drop. There but he, yeah. he redeemed himself after that very quickly. And, and we saw that at the Texans game um, last year in the playoffs. They get a couple drops. He's very angry at himself. And, and it's something that he's, even though he can make those mistakes, he's someone that, proves to be a lot more reliable than than someone that you can't trust. And his reliability is something you just don't find. Like, whenever it's a crucial third down, they need a play, who do they call? 87. Mm-hmm. So here's Travis Kelsey talking after the game about the Chiefs' win over the Buffalo Bills. Hey, Travis, congratulations, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Feels good, dog. No, no doubt, no doubt. I want to ask you a little bit about football. Um Awesome touchdown catch you had. Uh, I was hoping you kind of walk me through the concept and what happened. It looked like mesh, but like, what did you see and what happened on the play? Um, well, we've uh, it's actually a pretty um familiar route concept to uh, for a lot of people in the red zone. You can get a lot of people uh, mixed up in the play action and the wash of what's really going on in the backfield, and um, and then you put me and Tyreek one in the back of the end zone, one in the front of the end zone, and uh. You know, hope that one of us can win our matchups thinking that it's a man coverage. And uh, sure enough, uh, everybody forgot about me. So mm-hmm. I was just wide open. I'll tell you what, though, man, it's, it's it's always just a little bit awkward when Pat puts it up like that, man, because it just, you know, you're open, but you don't know how open you are. So it's just uh, waiting for that thing to come down. Felt like it took forever. The next Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Travis, uh, when did you know this week that Pat, not only Pat was going to play, but he was going to play and be the Pat that you know? When did you know that that was something you saw in practice, anything like that? Honestly, I left the game last week to see his uh, his excitement for, for the win in the locker room. Um, I mean, I know he had to go through protocols and all that, but he, he never seemed like he wasn't himself. He never seemed like there was ever a doubt in his mind that he was going to play in this game. Um, and I think it was just kind of letting everything play out in terms of the protocols of the, or the concussion protocol. And, um, but I mean, he was out there dialed in, uh, throwing the ball all over the field and uh, making the right decisions. And sure enough today, man, he played his A game and uh, led us to the Super Bowl, man. The last two, Steve and then Matt. What's Steve? Hey, what's up, Trash? Hey, Hold hey. on, Steve. That much. Uh, we all know it's, it, you're a veteran in this league, right? But week to week, no matter who is guarding you, you it seems like you still find a way to consistently be a problem for defenses. Uh, how is it that, that you, if it, it looks like you're just, you're still getting better, man, or is it all just routine for you? That's all I know how to do is, uh, is attack the day, um, find a weakness or find, a, find something that I can get better at 
uh, when I'm in the building, when I'm out on the practice field. Uh, when I watch film, I, I, I'm my worst critic, man. I, I tell myself I'm a scrub all the time when I see myself not doing something uh, the right way or, 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 or getting locked up. And uh, there were a few plays out here, man. That's a good football team right there. Don't let the score, um, you know, get it twisted. That uh, that team can play some football. I think we uh, we just had the uh, the quarterback back there that can make all the right plays and all the all the right throws. And sure enough, today he was just flawless, and um, and and it just it led us to victory. Last to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Travis. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, last year was really emotional for you going through from the AFC title game all the way to the parade. It was a big deal. Is is this year different? I mean, is the emotional, you know, where you are right now, mindset-wise, different than it was a year ago right now? Man, I um I think it's I think it's different in a way of um I I can't really put a put my finger on it, man. It's uh it's almost like it's a, it's a little bit more exciting. Um I feel like uh, last year it was it was a question of whether or not we belonged, and and this year it was um, let's go out and prove to ourselves that we are who we are, and uh, the resiliency, the uh, how we're going to handle adversity. Um, I just love this team, man. This team is a uh, is is has helped me in life in so many different ways, just because of you know how we handle adversity and how we win football games, um, and how we just keep getting better. And uh, and I and I love it here, man. I can't wait to go down to Tampa in two weeks and uh, give them our best shot. Love the words that we are hearing from all the guys tonight. Uh, but just what stuck out to me there, you know, this team has helped me in life in so many ways, and the resiliency and the way we go about our business. You know, he said that's all I know how to do. When he was asked, "Are you continuing to get better?" He said, "That's all I know how to do." Wake up, attack the day. I'm my own worst critic. I'm always trying to get better, and that's just the culture that is this team this year. Remember when? Uh, remember when he had he was making those boneheaded mistakes, like you know, drawing unnecessary flags. Remember when he threw the he threw his towel like it was a flag. I think it was. Yeah, when, right at the ref. Yeah, right Good at times. the ref. Like, that was, okay, that? that was hilarious. And by that the feels way. like it was it, it was hilarious. <laughs> it was one of the funniest remember things. When he was on that ridiculous show, like he has come a oh, long he, yeah, he way. Oh yeah, he had a reality TV show. A long way. They actually they, one of the one of the plays that they came up with was called Catching Kelsey, Catching which Kelsey. is the name of that show. Yeah, that was fire. Yeah, it, it was fire. But it's like it's it's amazing how far he's come up. Where right. he's he's kind of be, he's become one of the the big leaders on this offense, and you hear him talk, and it's just like you you can you can see the motivation every time he talks. He talked about how he thinks he's a scrub every time he's watching film, and it's like. You know, that's that's a great trait to have, even if sometimes you're not being fair to yourself, not appreciating what you do. Mm-hmm. It's also great to not appreciate what you do sometimes because mm-hmm. it pushes you to become better. And I guarantee it's the same thing with Mahomes. You know, we, we know the story where um, when the Chiefs had, had the bye week, uh, Mahomes spent four days watching tape, watching like five, six games of every potential opponent the Chiefs could have had going into the divisional round. And when it turned out to be the Browns, he went out and made sure he watched extra film on them so he knew exactly what he was looking at uh, as far as the defense goes. That's something that you got to, to really take. Uh, you got to really understand that that's, that's an impressive trade to have because, you know, we hear this all the time with a lot of great uh, talents. The greatest talents do so much studying, they know exactly what their opponent's going to do. Uh, you know, I, I was looking at uh, tweets earlier, uh, I think it was yesterday, I think, or it might have been this morning, 
about LeBron James and how he watches so much film, he'll call out plays that the opponent, that the opposing offense is doing as they're on defense. He'll be like, that's oh, yeah, they're, they're running this play. They're running that play as they're running the play. <laughs> and that's why the, that LeBron James teams are typically very good on defense. Mm-hmm. And that it, it says a lot about how much studying he does and memorizing he does. And he, he realizes exactly what his opponents are doing. I guarantee you that's something that Patrick Mahomes is, is doing and, and the rest of these guys are doing. And, and that's the reason why someone like, like Travis Kelsey has so much success against top flight talents. The reason why he's able to go out and, and, and get catches on guys like Tredavious White, who was covering him at, at different points during the game today. It says a lot about his ability to be able to, to win against these elite corners because he knows their tendencies and he knows how to beat them. And this offense has so many weapons that it's hard to just focus on just one. So uh, Travis Kelsey, I, I like the attitude that he has, and he certainly has grown up a lot. And it's just crazy to think that uh, a few years ago we we certainly thought about him in a different light. Yeah, for sure. And, of course, we, ha- we can't talk about him without mentioning the most receiving yards by a tight end in a single season and postseason. He has crushed records, uh, 1,643 yards. That is impressive, to say the least. I'm just happy for him. He's having a great season again. He's not in his head. You know, he's just – yeah. He's focused. And, and he's not letting mistakes that he makes occasionally hurt him. He could have he could have let let the drop that he had uh, hurt him, but I think it was a couple plays later he had a big catch. He had a couple of really good like diving catches during the game and and it was really impressive to see someone with his size have the kind of athleticism to make those plays. Like, like I said, he's just a really strong like safety net type receiver. Mm-hmm. You can trust him. He's very reliable. Key third down, he's usually the one that gets it. And it's really awesome having someone like that on the team because he's got great chemistry with Mahomes, too. It always seems like he makes that play to keep a drive going. Yeah, and another big, big personality in the locker room, one that I think people flock to and and they 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 he leads by example, which is incredible, too. So. Shout out to him. When we come back, we're going to flip the script here and talk a little bit about Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, and their performance. They came up short tonight. Stick around, guys. We've got more coming up after this. We have more of our championship rewind show kicking off a day, which will be a victory Monday across the city and beyond across Chiefs kingdom, as we know it. Uh, And I have to say, even if you're not a Chiefs fan or a Chiefs kingdom resident, I just feel like this team is so easy to love from the top down leadership all the way down. Um, So hopefully we have a, I don't know, maybe even some non-Chiefs fans pulling for us in uh, two weeks in Tampa. But I, I think it'll be more than usual because it's Tom Brady that the Chiefs are going against. Right. And I think people are going to be like, I mean, I hate the Chiefs, but I hate Tom Brady more. For now. So I, I, for, for now. now. For, I mean, for now, because Tom Brady's not going to be around for much longer. And the Chiefs are. Once, once exactly. Brady's gone, then it'll the Chiefs will, will usurp them and they'll become the new Patriots as far as uh, fan hatred goes. 
But yeah, I mean, it, there was like a map. I can't remember who put it out, but it showed a map of like which areas uh, were rooting for which teams. And most uh, the 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 team that had the most support throughout the nation was Buffalo. So people are are they definitely wanted to see them win, especially because they were going against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But now that that isn't the case, um, and you got Tom Brady versus versus the Chiefs. I kind of feel like people are going to, tr- you know, gravitate more towards Mahomes and the Chiefs because it's Tom Brady. I do too. However, we can't go without noting this is a very unique Super Bowl where the host team, or well, where the Bucks will play the host stadium. Um, so they essentially have home field advantage for the Super Bowl, which has never happened. That, yeah, I mean, as host. much as you can have in the Super Bowl. You this know. Super Bowl is unique. We all know that. Um, 22,000 tickets will be sold, and 7,500 of them will be given to frontline workers, which I think is incredible. Shout out to the NFL for that. I just hope that they're not all from Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I think they should be taking people from around the country. Which I believe that's what they said, That what the plan is. Um, I thought I remember them saying it was like Sarasota, Florida workers, which in, in which case they would be. Local. Super, yeah. be local. I think that's that, a lot for one city, though. Seventy five hundred. Now, but. don't quote me, but I do think that they are sharing the love. Awesome. I think that they're kind of dispersing it, but I don't know what percentage and sure. how many and what. So cool thing either way, but yeah, yeah, hopefully they're not all going against the Chiefs. It's just like, what are the odds that one quarterback gets to experience this? Of course, it's going to be Tom Brady. Like that's just very Tom kind of Brady. Fitting. Yeah, yeah. Like especially if they're playing three road games. Like, yeah. It, it 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 I don't think it, it it doesn't really matter. The Chiefs played, you know, eight road games this year. They won all eight, including beating the Patriots in in Tampa. So I don't think it really matters so much, but it is something to think about. And it's certain certainly a reason why somebody in the media will pick the Bucks to beat the Chiefs. So oh, home field certainly. advantage. Yeah, certainly. Even though home field advantage didn't matter for them when they beat them back in November. <laughs> well, one quarterback that is unfortunately not going to be down in Tampa is Josh Allen. And tonight he came up short. He wasn't ready for the big game. He wasn't ready. Was he not ready or were the Chiefs just overly ready? A little bit of both, but I think it was more he wasn't ready. Like, he had opportunities. And and the Chiefs defense did a great job. I, I talked about this earlier. We talked about this mm-hmm. earlier. Like, you got to give the Chiefs their due respect. Their defense is really good in big games. And and you take away the the touchdown that, that was scored on the muff punt. That offense put together 17 points. Like, that's it. 17 points. Number two offense, 17 points against uh, a defense that statistically was mediocre in, mm-hmm. the, in the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then you look at the um, you look at the the Browns and the Browns were uh, middle of the road, but they had a great rushing attack. The rushing attack didn't mean anything for the Chiefs, and they forced Baker Mayfield to have to beat them. He could not do it. Um, this Chiefs defense is good enough to go out there and slow offenses down enough to be able to win. But this game is all about quarterbacks and quarterbacks have have every rule in their favor to be able to take advantage of defenses and win. And Josh Allen didn't do that. He did not show up when this team needed him to show up. Key downs. He didn't make those plays. We talked about it earlier. Uh, five for 14 on third down, 35 percent on third down today, uh, tonight. And, and not only that, but they McDermott did not trust Josh Allen in crucial moments 
to make right. those big plays. He didn't he didn't want to go for it on fourth down. They settled for field goals and it resulted in in basically the Chiefs being able to add to their lead at one point having a 23 point lead and the game was over at that point. You if you're not trusting your quarterback to be able to go out there and make those plays, then uh you're going to have a hard time beating a team like the chiefs and Josh Allen had opportunities to show that he was up for the task and he, he didn't show it. So I think you got to give him uh, a lot of blame. I mean, just listen to, to this call here. This was um, Rashad Fenton catching a, uh, a tipped pass mm. that resulted in an interception that basically sealed the game in favor of the Chiefs. They're going to fake an RPO throw and a slant incomplete. Covered by Breland. Now it's picked off. Picked off off the deflection. It's picked off by Fenton. It was a deflected slant and intercepted. Fenton, who was a star last year on the run to Super Bowl 54 championship, but a terrific play on the slant, and the ball flew up in the air. Breland on the coverage, and it is rolled into the arms of Fenton, and the Chiefs have an interception and a return to near midfield. Huge break, huge turnover. Kansas City's Rashad Fenton with the pick. And then you also have this absolutely terrible sack that that uh, that Josh Allen allowed against, you know, Josh Allen allowed from one Legereus Sneed. Chris Jones back into the game at defensive tackle. Second down, eight for the Bills at their own 41, leading three to nothing. Chiefs were three and out. On their first series. Here comes a blitz to the left of Allen. Now being pressured, backing up, still backing up. He's going to be smoked and sacked all the way back at the 17 yard line. <laughs> it is a sack for Kansas City from the 41 back to the 17, a 24 yard sack. They're going to say in the progress or in the grasp at the 26, a 15 yard sack, Legereus Sneed on the corner blitz. Terrible sack he took there. They had the opportunity to, they were at the 41, had the opportunity to drive the ball down the field, get a touchdown, go up by two scores, and and put themselves in this great, in, put themselves in the driver's seat and have as good, I mean, it, it could be better, you get two touchdowns, but almost as good a position you could to be able to, to control the game against the Chiefs. You can slow it down. And take your time moving, moving the ball down the field. Instead, Josh Allen takes a terrible sack, horrendous sack. It was originally 24. They ended up marking it down. It was only 15 yards. Horrendous sack from Legereus Need, and it, it puts them in a really bad situation that they can't dig themselves out of. And it wasn't until uh, McColl muffed that punt the next play that they were able to, to get into the position to go up. Mm-hmm. And, again, other opportunities – to be able to, to move the ball down the field. He had an opportunity at the end of the first half. They're down 21-9. He gets a touchdown, one-score game. You get a stop at the beginning of the second half. All of a sudden, you can take the lead. What happens? They struggle to put the ball in, even though the Chiefs are terrible in the red zone at, uh, at stopping teams from scoring touchdowns. And he ends up. they end up having a settling for a field goal. Their coach doesn't trust them to get two and a half yards. That's tough yeah. when your coach doesn't, when he makes that call. Yeah. And it, it, that's the reason why uh, you got to give a lot of blame to, to Josh Allen. He had opportunities tonight to win this game, to show that he was at Mahomes' level. We, all we heard this week, I, and I, I, I laughed about this, I think it was yesterday, because uh, Mike Florio tweeted out about this on, uh, from uh, Pro, Football Folk, Pro Football Talk. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, there are 
some executives, some uh, people in the NFL, some insiders who believe that, that Josh Allen is at the same level as Patrick Mahomes. And he had the opportunity to back that up tonight, and he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't show that he could he could play at the same level as Mahomes. Mahomes, again, as, as Dave from KC, uh, when he called in earlier on the show, <laughs> said it looked like he was in the Matrix. Well, well, Josh Allen, he looked like the moment was way too big for him. Right. And he looked he looked like he was playing in his very first conference championship game. And and you know, one of the things that I, I really appreciate about Mahomes from the very start is that Mahomes has never had that that, you know, big glowing eyes moment where it looked like the it's moment too was too big for him. for him. Yeah. Josh Allen, he looked like that tonight. And that is you know, going into this, as you mentioned, the one example, but people were hyping him up. People were pulling for him. People were painting this picture that Josh Allen and Mahomes are on a similar page, maybe the same. But after the performance, we see now that there is a big divide between the AFC quarterbacks and then Mahomes. And that is what makes him so special, right? Yeah. And and I think that what we have seen now in, in these AFC playoffs is that there really isn't a quarterback that's at the same level as Mahomes. Right. And that's what we heard like last year when the, the Ravens had their big resurgence and they go 14 and two. All we heard was who's the best quarterback in the AFC. Is it Mahomes or is it Lamar Jackson? Right. That battle, that battle for supremacy at that position, <laughs> obviously with Deshaun Watson kind of playing third wheel there. But, uh, and, and we saw that matchup between the chiefs and the Texans and, and, uh, Patrick Mahomes got the best of that of that battle, but then Lamar Jackson doesn't hold up his end of the bargain. They lose embarrassingly to the Titans, and you know, Patrick Mahomes kind of asserts his supremacy uh, in the in the conference. And then this year, again, Ravens had the opportunity to do it, and they started off really slow. Chiefs Ravens matchup head to head, and Lamar Jackson has one of the worst games of his career. It's just amazing to see what little competition there is at the quarterback spot uh, as far as being at the very top of the AFC for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. there. I mean, and it, whether it just be that, like to your point earlier, no moment is too big for him. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is just pure difference of talent, but regardless, we have seen him just maintain his category of his own. And, and then moving forward, Hopefully this uh, in the next couple of weeks we add another kind of trophy and we just prove even more that he is in a, in a category of his own. We'll see, though. But we're going to go to break. When we come back, we hope you're waking up, Kansas City. We are thrilled to be celebrating the AFC Championship back-to-back victories with you. So hit us up. Uh, stick around. We'll be back right after this. Hear from Brandon Flowers on Fesco in the Morning, Fridays at 645, 610 Sports Radio. back it is the championship rewind talking all things afc championship game your reaction what you're thinking about tampa we are going to the super bowl again kansas city get excited not sure if anybody thought this would be happening maybe you did think it was happening 
I'm pretty excited regardless. Yeah, yeah. Definitely an exciting time. Um, two weeks away from a potential second straight championship. Ooh, that's big. And it's it's something that we don't see very often in, in the NFL. Uh, you don't see very many teams win back-to-back championships. I mean, usually you'll see a team every couple decades go out and do it, but uh, the Chiefs are poised to go out there and be that next team, and they could win more than just two straight. Uh, that's how good this team is, and, and that's how much youth they have on the team. They've drafted well the last couple of years. Um, there's a lot to be confident about if you're a Chiefs fan. Certainly, certainly, and a lot uh, to, tonight, well, last night. I don't know what time it is. <laughs> Almost four in the morning. Last night, forgive us, we've been on <laughs> since 1 a.m. Uh, talking Chiefs and celebrating with you all. But a big part of the victory was the defense. The defensive side of the ball, Spags, um, did a fantastic job keeping Josh Allen contained. Um, One player stuck out, five tackles, I believe, before exiting the game with an injury. But rookie Legereus Sneed, I feel the need for Sneed. We've heard it a few times this season. Uh, he's He's been solid on the defensive side of the ball, doing some really big things, and then unfortunately left the game last night with a head injury yeah, concussion he's in concussion so, protocol or protocol tough. so luckily two weeks until the super bowl so he have plenty of time to recover we have we obviously saw with mahomes and with bashad breland they were in concussion protocol this past week leading up to last night's game and um, they played. So, yeah, I mean, they're all different. It's every concussion's yeah. gonna be different. Every athlete's gonna respond differently. However, the time is is in his favor. Yeah, and and I'll tell you this: uh, if you look at Sneed's Twitter, he was tweeting after the game. He kind of missed the fact that he couldn't be out there with his teammates uh, as they were celebrating winning the AFC Championship. Um, he wanted to be out there on the podium holding the the Lamar Hunt Trophy. Um, I don't. I don't know if there's any way he's gonna. He's not gonna be out there uh, in a couple weeks in Tampa at that Super Bowl. But I, I, I do agree with you. He has, as a rookie, it's crazy because he's a rookie, fourth round pick. He has been so impactful in such a short amount of time. I mean, I mean again, I played this last segment. Listen to this play he made <laughs> on Josh Allen. Chris Jones back into the game at defensive tackle. Second down, eight for the Bills at their own 41, leading three to nothing. Chiefs were three and out on their first series. Here comes a blitz to the left of Allen. Now being pressured, backing up, still backing up. He's going to be smoked and sacked all the way back at the 17-yard line. It is a sack for Kansas City from the 41 back to the 17, a 24-yard sack. I'm going to say in the progress or in the grasp at the 26. A 15-yard sack, Legereus Sneed on the corner blitz. Not only has he been their best ball hawk in the secondary, been one of their best coverage guys in the secondary, he's their best blitzer. Like, every play, I think he's what he's got, like, what, five sacks on the season now? Yeah. Including playoffs? Yeah. He's, he's, and he's just consistent, too. Yeah, you he's know? always making some sort of play, and especially now in the pass rush as a blitzer. It's just it's crazy how you have a guy who's this young, and and didn't have a full off season like most players do. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to go to rookie mini camp. Didn't have a, a training camp in the same sense that you normally have. 
And yet he's come out here and he's had a major impact. He's taken to spag system, which we know can be a little hard. We saw the defense last year and they, they struggled early on in the season, but after the Titans loss, they, they figured it out. They got it together and they were great the rest of the way. It's amazing how Legereus Sneed has taken well to this offense, picked it up, and has been as impactful as he has been. Yeah, he has. I mean, and again, the leadership and uh, the culture that is on a daily basis shown with high discipline. Again, these are professionals. This is their job. But he slid right in, and he's playing his role, and he's doing it very well, and he's being supported. Um, You know, from the text line, and I know that this is where our conversation is, is potentially going um, from the four two three. How important is Snead being healthy versus the Bucks going to be? And you know, you can say as important as you want. Unfor- you know, next man up theory. Rashad Fenton came in for Snead, made a big play and too, and got himself an interception. So certainly, the ability that Snead bring, the talent he brings, is we hope to have him. Obviously, with the receivers and with Brady looking for the receivers, clearly. Uh, but again, next man up theory, Fenton came in and did the job. Yeah, I, I think that Snead is important because of the amount of weapons that mm-hmm. that the uh, I almost said the Patriots because the they pretty much are the Patriots <laughs> that the Bucks have. Because they have so many. I mean, obviously, Antonio Brown didn't play today, right. but you expect him to be back for the Super Bowl. But you got Antonio Brown, you got Chris Godwin, you got Mike Evans, uh, Cameron Bate. He can sneak in and Cameron Brate. He can sneak in and be kind of good sometimes. And you got Brady. Yeah, and you, you boss, obviously have Brady so. now. Obviously, Brady. He, he doesn't look like the same Brady we saw when he was in his prime in New England. But he still can be Brady at times. He was terrible in the second half of the NFC Championship game against Green Bay, but in the first half, he was great. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you can't take that for granted. You need as many cover, coverage guys as possible. So having a guy like Snead that, that, can, that can make uh, interceptions, that can make plays in the, in, the, uh, in the pass rush, be a ball hawk in that secondary is going to be very important because Brady wasn't really that great. And if he plays the way that he played in the second half uh, of of the game yesterday, something tells me that someone like Snead, who's you know very good at getting to the ball, can make a play that turns that game around or helps affirm and grow a lead that the Chiefs already have. So it's going to be very important for them because uh, you know there were there were interceptions that were thrown the last time the Chiefs played the Patriots. Uh, you know Brady threw a couple of them. Those, if they get two interceptions against against Brady in the in the Super Bowl, you would think that those would help for a pretty comfortable win mm-hmm. in that in that game against the Chiefs. So, uh, having a guy like Snead is going to be really really important because of his ability to to force turnovers and or get sacks in a way that help you extend the lead you already have. Mm-hmm. On a similar note, uh, Coach Andy Reid did say couple of injuries to update. Obviously, uh, we're talking about Snead right now. Also, Armani Watts. And he collectively said they both left the game with head injuries. Yeah, yeah, he, he he's in concussion say, protocol. He did say, I think those guys will be okay. Um, however, didn't sound so optimistic about Eric Fisher leaving the game with a possible Achilles tear. That could be tough. Um, obviously, other side of the football. But, uh, you know, Fisher's done some really good things in Achilles that's not something to mess with. No, that's no, tough. That's, that's definitely scary. And we'll, we'll definitely get more into that later on the show because, uh, yeah. Not what you want to have happen two weeks before the Super Bowl. Right. Stick around, though, because when we come back, we are talking the Brady-Mahomes matchup. Don't miss it. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.